0: Shavon Fallon earned her MFA at the New School in New York. She's had her short fiction published in the Briarcliff Review and the Roanoke Review. Her new book is You Know When the Men Are Gone. Thank you for joining me, Siobhan.
1: Oh, thank you, Rick, for having me.
0: Siobhan, your new collection of stories is set in Fort Hood, and this is a very peculiar and insular community. Tell us how you came to live there.
1: Well, my husband was, of course, stationed there. So we moved from uh, Fort Benning, Georgia to Fort Hood, Texas. And um, about two weeks after we arrived, he was deployed to Iraq. So I had to very quickly learn life at Fort Hood.
0: You know, one of the things that's interesting to me uh, about this is the way you create this community. It's almost like an ecology. There's so many checks and balances and different kind of life forms. It really reminded me of the ecology of a new planet. Wow.
1: Uh, Yeah, it it can feel like that, especially when I was a new military spouse. I I remember feeling the same way, and it's just part of you know slightly more regimented way of living and people because they live in such close quarters and our husbands train together and work together our soldiers work together so often that you have a feeling that you're being people know what you're up to so there's that for sure and then the rules of uh you have to go through a military gate and show your id every time you go in and out and they're rules of how long you can keep your grass and when you can put up your christmas decorations and when you need to take them down. So there are a few things take some getting used to in the beginning.
0: One of the things I think you do very well across the arc of these stories is to show us a variety of characters and a variety of situations. These stories are really nuanced. There in one story you'll find humor, you'll find pathos, you'll find You know, really powerful emotional scenes. Talk about evoking that rich range of what Peter Sellers once called life's rich pageant in these short stories.
1: Thank you. Um, It's wonderful to hear. But uh, I don't know. I don't know how much I was aware of of putting those different you know moments in, but or just writing what I was seeing. And Fort Hood is is a wonderful character in itself because it's different from, you know, many other places I've been. So I um, was definitely trying to add as many details of the, you know, physical characteristics of the base and just trying to be specific about uh, the different things that spouses do and how the families react to deployment. So I'm I'm glad that it succeeded for you.
0: Could you talk about creating the kind of characters that you create and uh choosing the short story form as your uh, venue for doing this.
1: Well, I I really love the short story form in general and I, I very or I feel most comfortable writing short stories. But um it seemed like with so many different character reactions that I was trying to portray just uh, to the one theme of like um of deployments and the different issues that arise for the families. Uh, Each story I could kind of more closely examine the different characters' reaction to that same stressor. So I liked that I could narrow things down in that form.
0: You know, one of the things I think is so interesting uh, about this book is the way that we, we see these different characters um change in, within the the space of a short story and that's a you know a, a very it's necessary but it's a difficult trick to pull off so i'm wondering how much of this these changes you saw and how fast they came and how they affected you
1: well i think things happened very quickly um in military life and like i said with uh suddenly moving to a new base and then within a few weeks my husband deployed so you you adapt and you have to be sort of resilient so um i think people have no choice but to sort of roll with the punches and and change and handle things they don't didn't know if they could handle before they were thrust into the situation so i if my characters have that sort of very quick change in the course of a very short story uh i think that happens that represents what it's really like
0: You know, there is also surprisingly, I think, a a lot of kind of generous humor in this book, and I really enjoyed that aspect of it. It made it, uh, I think, more palatable, and 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 I think you write that very well. I'd like you to talk about kind of incorporating that aspect into these stories, which is about you know obviously about a very serious situation.
1: I am a huge fan of Laurie Moore, and. I, I think she's just fabulously funny, and I love how she can be so funny and still write about such heartrending things. So, while I, I, I always sort of hope that I can make people smile a little bit, even in a pretty dark story. So, um, I, I was aware of, especially in um, the short story "Remission," I wanted Ellen Roddy to be sort of amusing in her complete obliviousness of how snooty and harsh of a character she could be. So I'm glad, I'm glad that I could, you know, work with sort of uh, dark subjects and at least make you smile a couple times. So it's great to hear. Thank you, Rick.
0: You know, also, uh, I'm wondering about uh, your life uh, at the base. While you were at the base, were you? Um, did you think that you were going, I'm going to turn this into short stories. Were you taking notes, and how long had you been taking notes and thinking about uh, the material of your life as material for short stories?
1: I, I, I was a bartender for a while, uh, and I think that kind of taught me to really listen well and uh, to be interested in all the different stories I was always hearing. And, um,
0: Did you write them down then?
1: Yeah, I've always kind of taken notes and put them, even if I never found the notebook again. Just the process of writing them down would help them stick in my mind. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'd have that little library in the back of my head. While I, I was definitely doing that as well at Fort Hood, and actually just writing while I was listening or hearing, you know, soldiers' war stories and um, being very active in a in a spouses uh, volunteer group. So. I was actually writing the stories while I was hearing really fascinating stories, so it definitely had a tremendous influence, and then while uh, taking my notes as well, so it was sort of all happening at the same time.
0: It strikes me, too, that What's so interesting about this environment is how strong the community is. This is so much stronger than any other kind of a normal community. Everybody knows everybody else's business. Everybody knows everybody else and you guys talk a lot. I mean, that's yeah. kind of must be kind of stressful.
1: Yeah, I think it it you know, it serves on the one hand it's amazing because there are people that you can depend on and your neighbors are right there if you need help in a situation or somebody to watch your kids in a pinch. But again, yes, you also are aware that they are seeing what you're doing. And if you're sleeping in or haven't brushed your hair when you run out to grab your paper and just it is definitely a close community, which is wonderful for the support aspect of it. But it can at times feel like you don't have as much privacy as you might have outside
0: of the military world. The other aspect too that struck me is the way in which um people get information when we get information watch the news and stuff it to us it's somewhat impersonal but to you to the people in these communities it, it's kind of like getting phone calls almost from from home only you might not know what what's going to happen
1: yeah um absolutely i i know i for one when my husband deploys i will not watch the news uh, I'll avoid the radio, everything that will suddenly shock me with bad news from Iraq or Afghanistan. So it does, it 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 hits very close to home, and if it's not our own soldier who's over there, it might be a friend. So it's not something we can take lightly, I guess, and we're always living with that sort of stress of hoping we don't hear bad news. We We can't ignore the bad news when we hear it, so yes.
0: As you uh, crafted these stories, they, they all seem to have a, 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 there's a real diversity both between the stories and within each story. So I, I'd like you to to tell me about a, as you sit down to to write this, how do you keep from over focusing on one thing and keep such a balanced uh, uh, feel for the, for both the individual stories and the entire uh, set of linked stories.
1: Um. I think when I was in the process of writing, I wasn't really thinking of um, how I would put them together, and uh, I had started just writing the the title story, you know, when the men are gone, and um, you know, I thought just completely standalone piece. But I, I really liked that idea of one of the character eavesdropping and the the things that she would be aware of in that housing community. So that kind of fed this desire to for myself to see what the other characters would be doing and how they would be living their lives so they sort of just sprung out of each other and um, I don't know and I was using so many real details from Fort Hood and Fort Hood almost became a character in itself for me so I think it a lot of it just organically happened that the, you know Glimpses of reality because I was writing from Fort Hood and sort of in the situation that I I was living and my friends were living.
0: So, and, and as you crafted these stories, did you originally conceive of them as linked, or did that happen after the fact? Did Did you start to think, oh my gosh, these this is this is something together?
1: I originally had just um, been writing short stories and. Um, I wrote the first story, the title story, You Know When the Men Are Gone, and liked the setup of this woman in the housing complex, listening in on her neighbors. And then I wrote a completely different story about um, Camp Liberty, where Sergeant Moog stationed in Iraq. So I, I didn't realize I was writing a collection until I had probably written about four different stories. And started thinking maybe maybe some of these themes will tie together and which would be great and it is great but in the end this is a collection so I was very happy that I kept coming up with something that would work in I mean I, I've written a lot of short stories and they don't usually go together so it was a nice surprise
0: I've been speaking with Siobhan Fallon her new book is you know when the men are gone thank you for joining me Siobhan
1: oh thank you so much Rick
0: You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony.